0: I got another conversation with a collector who's bringing it. I got my man, Kevin, tb12.sportscards on IG. We're talking about Brady. We're talking about his mindset, going through collecting, what his process is. He's got an interesting background, and he applies it to the hobby. That's something that I really, really love and encourage all of you to do. If you like what I'm doing over here, hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend that you are enjoying stacking slabs. That would be awesome. Football. It's here. Let's kick it to the conversation. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the show. Excited. We have football right in front of us. And I figured, you know what? What a way to kick off the season, kick off the new year of football cards. Then with talking with a Brady collector, a guy that I have been chatting with for about a year. And I'm excited to dig in to Football, his Brady collecting mentality. But without further ado, I'm joined by Kevin. You might know him as tb Cards on the IG. Kevin, we're recording this on Labor Day. Happy Labor Day to you. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, happy Labor Day to you too, Brett. And definitely appreciate uh, coming on here and and talking football and Brady. And definitely looking forward to our chat today.
0: Yeah, it seems like I was looking back and over the last month or so I've just had a run of you Brady guys over here on the show between Costa and the captain. It's like, all of a sudden, I I hope I'm not one of those guys looking like your, your room. All of a sudden I have a, a Brady uh, Jersey hung up in my room. All, all the, all my Peyton collectors would hate me for that.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think what's, what's cool about that, especially with, you know, the captain, uh, you know, Costa cards, all those guys, it, it's great because, you know, anytime I go to a show, all those guys are at the show, right? And it's it's a great time to to connect with them. You know, for me, I'm I'm more of a collector. I don't flip. I don't you know. Occasionally, I'll sell stuff uh, to to upgrade the Brady collection. But you know, just definitely seeing those guys in action, especially during the shows, is definitely something special. Um, in the way they turn and flip and get more cards. You know, you kind of learn through the process, which is great, and it definitely helps, especially you know, being a collector. Definitely, and and we're going to
0: spend a majority of this conversation, I think, talking about Brady. But before we jump in there, I'd love to maybe get your thoughts and perspective on just football card market and the landscape over the last, you know, six to twelve months. I think for me, it's it's obviously I'm a football guy. It's something I like. I, I like football cards, and it seems like the Brady Mahomes Super Bowl, once that took place, kind of the conversation around basketball cards, you know, it was there, but it sounded, for me and my observations, more people were talking about football cards. And that's kind of carried us to where we're at now, where, you know, whatever show you're going to, it's football cards and cases, people getting ready. There's so many quarterbacks with potential. I just love to get your perspective as someone who collects football cards. Like, what are your observations over the
1: last, you know, six to twelve months with with football cards? Yeah, I think I think definitely after the Super Bowl, occasionally you usually see like the dip in football, but it continued strong. I mean, just seeing, you know, you, you know the future, you know, versus the past, right? In in the Super Bowl, and I think that kind of united all the collectors together. Um, and just seeing what what goes on, uh, you know, in the collections of the different you know, types of buyers out there, you know, you see basketball took a dip, you know, and, and football just continues to be strong. I mean, you think about all the different uh, opportunities out there to, to invest and, and to collect, you know, for me, I'm, I'm the type of collector that, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something different than what the norm is right now, right? So, you know, for me, everyone's collecting Herbert, you know, if, if I'm going out there and I'm looking at stuff, I'm going to start looking at maybe like a Josh Allen, right? that his stuff's cheap and and not as much as the Herbert's going right now. But once when that season starts, he has so much potential, you know, that, that the collection, you know, for him is, is great. I mean, if you look at like a Russell Wilson, right. So undervalued, you know, I saw someone actually post something today, which was very unique is that, uh, they were saying Russell Wilson is eight wins away, uh, to tie Peyton Manning for the most, um, you know, wins in, in 10 years, right? <laughs> so when you think of something like that, you know, uh, they also talked about his 3,000 passing yards from Peyton on uh, his first 10 years. Also, he's 20 TDs away from that. You know, that that's amazing, that type of accomplishment. And when you start looking at like the Russell Wilson autos, the patches, you know, anything to do with Russell Wilson, I mean, there's so much, you know, value in that. That, um, you know, people don't see that because right now a lot of people are going after the Burroughs, the Baker Mayfields, the Herberts, the, you know, all the different type of collections out there. But, you know, there's so much time to, to go through and, and pick up like Russell Wilson's or even Josh Allen's or different things that that's going to give you that added value, even Peyton Manning. I mean, just looking at the prices of his stuff, I mean, he's got so much potential too, and he's never going to leave football. And that you're always going to see him in the commercials. He's going to definitely do something in the future with the NFL. Um. So so his stuff is is so undervalued as well.
0: Yeah, and I think what you touched on is something that I've been noticing too. Where it's always about the 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 next guy and the potential, and I think that's kind of what makes sports card sports cards is the prospecting and. Getting people excited for the rookies or the second year guys. When sometimes it's just like taking a step back and looking at a guy like Russ Wilson, who's won a Super Bowl, been there, and digging in. And he might have been someone you know several years ago that was in a position of like maybe a, a Herbert from a uh, an investing collecting perspective. But for whatever reason, that ha- might have cooled off a, a little bit, and that that presents opportunities for people that are. Being strategic, trying to maybe build a collection of great quarterbacks over the last few years, or just maybe someone who's not really into um, uh, taking on a lot of risk. However, they they know that Russ Wilson likely will be a Hall of Famer, someone who's won a Super Bowl, and then will take those incremental gains over the course of the next like five to ten years. That that I think there's a ton of opportunity with players who've already been there and done that maybe Aaron Rodgers is another one and people are, are just, uh, there's, there's kind of two sides. It's I'm going to go try to try to gamble a little bit, or it's a, Hey, I'm going to sit back and kind of play
1: the long game. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of people gambling out there right now. Um, you know, especially at nationals, just seeing the amount of money that people are paying for certain cards. And I'm thinking to myself like, all right, this person just dropped $20,000 on a, on a burrow card who he was already injured last year. And imagine in like the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, what could I do with that $20,000 and invest in Brady? Right. And, and, you know, there's lots of flippers, lots of uh, gamblers out there. And again, it's all, it's all about what your end game is. You know, for me, you know, I'm a, I'm a collector. Um, I've always been a collector ever since I was young. Um, that's always been a, a passion of mine. Um, but as you get older, You know, when you start having kids and family, you know, and you don't have that disposable income, you know, that's something where you get to start thinking about, all right, what's, what's going to be great for the future. Right. Especially if it's for my kids down the road for college, uh, different things like that.
0: I think that I, I love that you hit on that because I think, you know, with content in the hobby, with conversations in the hobby, um, so much of it is kind of this one to many approach. It's like, we're going to create this content about the guys that we think you should invest in or the guys that have potential, but which is fine. Like some people like to play that game. Some people like to take on the risk, but you know, you take a step back, you have a collector's mindset, got kids, not re- really wanting to take on, um, you know, that, that gamble. I mean, you'd rather put your money in sec- as a more secure asset, like Tom Brady card's and you have a connection with, with a player like that, to me, there's you're not the only guy out there that's like that. There's so many other people. And so that's why I think I love that you called it out because I think we and in, in the hobby are all in various stages in life and we have very different interests. And sometimes it it seems like a group might be pushing something so hard one way. Um, and I think just having a conversation with a collector, talking about the mindset, talking about, different stages in life in from one collector to another is important and sometimes doesn't get just discussed enough. Just the the different stages we're all at and how, Hey, it might be, you might have a new job. It might just be you. So you might be able to pump a couple thousand bucks every other month into a new guy and hope to win big. Whereas a later stage collector, it's like, Hey, you know what? I, I'm not really into that anymore. It's kind of exhausting. I'd rather just put my money in a place that makes me happy and hopefully at some point can you know set me and my family up for you know greater success. Like what are your thoughts on that just in general?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think um, you know there, there, there's lots of new platforms that are coming out where you know uh, buy equity in your cards, um, do different things like that. But you know for me, if if I see something that I really think is gonna be great addition to the collection, you know, maybe maybe I take out a, a loan or a four hundred one k loan or something that I'm going to pay back to my loan, but I'm still going to have that card because you know that that's an, that's an important piece. One thing that I've learned is um, you know we we have a Brady group chat that that I'm in, and you know some of the cards on there, it's like wow, you know. Um, and and what's great about that group is that it's it's all a, a different mixture. Right, some have the the million dollar card. Some has the hundred thousand dollar card. Some have the fifty thousand. Some have the hundred dollar card. Right, but that's what makes that great. That group so great is because we're all sharing, you know, what our collection's about. And you know, in the past, you know, the captains had that that uh, top ten Brady. Right, but when you go through it, everyone's top ten is different. You know, someone might have the black refractor. But my my top ten is going to be something that you know might be a Pro Bowl uniform, where you think about Brady's only played in two Pro Bowls, right? Or you know maybe it's something that's from the Super Bowl, a relic that's from the Super Bowl. You know, so there's a a great mix about that, and that's what that's what makes the hobby so great is that everyone has an agenda, right? And that agenda is going to be you know everyone's own preference, right? And and what they want to do. Yes, yeah, some people might. You know, have the the hundred thousand that they they drop on a on a card. Um, Some might have the the thousand dollars that they drop on a card. But again, it's it's your preference. It's what you like. You know, it it makes you happy. And you know, during nationals, you know, I'm not going to bring a a bankroll going to nationals. But I'm going to have something that I'm going to get right that I want. And you know, for me, you know, I invested in some early Brady autos. That you know maybe I paid twelve thirteen hundred dollars for right and at that time I was able to turn around and sell those you know for three 000, four thousand dollars each right and and now I have that income to bring to nationals with me, which then I turned into a Brady uh, Pacific rookie auto right that you know is something that I wanted so when you start thinking about that that you know you got to find ways to um, you know, up the Brady collection. And obviously, you know, I'm not going to put all this money into it, but I'm going to find ways. So if that means me going in and buying a Brady rookie for that, that's greater than eight five, then I'm going to do that. Like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I went to the card show and I had an eight five Brady rookie. And then what I ended up doing with that was, you know, I had some extra cash from some cards that I, I sold. And then I turned that eight five into a nine or I turn that eight, five into a nine, five might take a little bit longer, but in the end it's, it's the goal. You know, for me, um, I just collect BGS. I don't do PSA. Um, I just like the the BGS cases much better. I think it's nice when you have a nine, five and it's a gold able. Um, so anytime I, I do get a, a PSA, I tend to like sell it right away. <laughs> um, so yeah, just, um, you know, as as the captain said, I'm I'm a BGS whore. And he, and he told me I gotta get over it. Um, but that's definitely something that uh I like is is the BGS cases and stuff.
0: I no, I love that because um just with you know, over the last year with this PSA 10 craze, the the hobbies going through it, it probably presents a lot of nice uh buying opportunities for you as the BGS guy. Um, and something else you said when you're talking about the Brady group um, that stood out to me is uh, one of my favorite quotes ever is comparison is the thief of joy and uh, from president Roosevelt. And that stands out to me with my Manning group chat. And I'm sure it's the same with your Brady group chat. Not every, every, everyone's pursuing different cards. Sure. There are Mm -hmm. big cards that come up, uh, on eBay and you know that more than one people person is going after that in your group. However, there's with players like Brady, players like Manning, there's so many cards, there's so many types, there's so many styles, and I think what's unique about group chats like that is people are trying to be unique. People are trying to share why they like certain things, why certain things are significant. And that just stands out. I think just on the mainstream level, it just seems like the same cards people are posting and people enter the hobby and they feel like, Oh, cause everyone else is posting these cards. This is the cards that I have to get, or I have to desire where I think the evolution is always like taking a step back and figuring out what, what makes you happy. Why do you like certain things? And then once you start acquiring, you go down a lane, then you can start sharing it with your friends, start sharing why you like certain things. So um, I know that's probably, I've heard legend of the Brady group chat. I'm sure um, there's a lot of that going on in, in, in the sharing and just like getting inspired to by the, uh, the way other people are doing things.
1: Yeah. I think, I think what's great about the group is that, yeah, you know, I think, you know, we give each other courtesies if someone's going after something, <laughs> so you don't, you know, you don't continue to to raise the prices in the bid, but you know, it's, it's more of a family, right? When you start thinking about that, that group chat, right. Um, you know, and, and a lot of times, you know, you find certain things out, like, you know, there, there's someone on there that's also a big Paul Pierce collection. Right. And, you know, for me, I've met Paul Pierce and I've you know, gotten his autograph. So it's, it's sending that, you know, here, here's the auto I got, you know, back in the day said, so, you know, so they'd appreciate something like that. Or, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things like PK sport cards as a teacher, right. In Florida. And, you know, we send them the Jaguar cards, right? So he can give those out to the kids, you know, in need. So there's lots of things it's, you know, for me, I call it family because it's also uh, a de-stressor, right? For me, I think, uh, you know, the type of, of work that I do, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of stress in the type of work, daily interactions. And I think when you can turn on your Instagram page, that's just sport cards. Um, and being able to chat with the team and, you know, chat with the group. I think that's, that's a special moment that kind of, you know, takes away the daily stresses of life, um, which is important.
0: I I love that and couldn't agree more. All right, let's get on to, uh, TB 12 and Tom Brady and his cards. Um, I know that Tom Brady has made a statement in the hobby because as a Peyton Manning guy, now I'm buying Tom Brady cards. <laughs> and so I know I'm not the only one. Um, but Kevin, maybe we just start here. Like talk me through like your connection with Brady, how it started, when it started, and then kind of how the card thing took off.
1: Yeah. What, what's, what's interesting is I, I, I kind of got burnt early on, uh, in And when Brady won his first Super Bowl, um, I ended up going to this sport card show, uh, shop in, inside one of the local malls here right outside of Boston. And um, I was so excited. We won the Super Bowl. You know, it's awesome. And they had this like snowy, you know, the snow game with with Oakland. And basically it was a Tom Brady auto. It was like a 16 by 20. I bought it. I was excited. I think it was like 20 years old at the time. And I'm like, this is awesome. Put it on my apartment. And I come to find out, the lady like sold it. It was counterfeit, and she got <laughs> arrested in the back because she was signing the autographs herself. Uh, oh um, so that that was my first interaction with that. But um, you know, it, ever since you know, I'll, I'll go back to two thousand you know fourteen in the Super Bowl, right, versus the Seahawks. And uh, through work, I was able to attend uh, the Super Bowl. So just to see that that in the end zone, that, that pass being intercepted was amazing. And I then realized that, you know, Hey, I need to, um, you know, start collecting Brady, just what I saw in that game, everything that happened. Um, I really turned to, to, to sport cards for that. And what I ended up doing was, um, you know, I had a, I had a lot of memorabilia that could fill up a man cave. It was everything from Patriots, Celtics you name it, everything. And what I started to slowly do was was sell that stuff. And then I took that money from that and then I invested it into Brady. So I had this entire man cave filled with stuff. And now I have it consolidated all into two boxes. And that's where I started to buy the rookies. Um, I started to buy the 2014 Flawless Patches. I didn't get the auto um but i did i did have the patches for it um and i just continued from there you know um you know when i when i got back uh moved back to boston uh after being on the road for like 8 years i came back and um you know my parents basically still had all my toys from when i was a kid and i i sent you some of those cards those wrestling cards right and and one of the things that i had was i had all the wrestling figures I had all the G.I. Joe's, Star Wars. So now I started investing and selling those, and then I was buying Brady stuff with it. So I ended up uh, selling all that stuff, and I was buying rookies, buying more patches, buying more autos. And that's kind of how that started. So after Super Bowl 51, it was full force, right? Selling everything, uh, all the toys, and then buying Brady stuff right with it. So. That's kind of how my collection has kind of evolved over the years. Um, through that, is is continuing to do that, um, sell stuff that I have and buy Brady stuff with it.
0: I think what you just that story you just called out and like how you got started is something that more people in the hobby um, can do. Uh, most collectors have always been collectors. And when I got back into cards, it was like, and this stuff is so expensive. I can't, I I feel bad just going out of pocket and just start buying all these cards. So I turned to kind of my memorabilia, my action figures and said, you know what? Like, let me start piecing these things off, see if I can sell them in groups, see if I can sell them in eBay. And then you start, you know, going through that process It's work, right? You got to ship everything out, all that stuff. But you start seeing the cash flow come in and that's when you start saying if you are confident in cards and confident in a guy like Tom Brady, then it just becomes a no-brainer, and I think what my wife likes about it is sports cards take up less space than the rest of the stuff. I'm sure you can relate <laughs> with that, Kevin. Uh, yeah, uh, it, but it, yeah, it also it
1: also helps with it also helps with uh, anytime you need like an addition onto the house or you need like a room done over, you just pull out a Brady card and be like, <laughs> all right, it's it's paid for. That's it, you know. Um, and and that that's something that that's been been. Beneficial, especially for like a down payment or something to go on to the to buying a house. Um, you know, also uh, Garoppolo actually helped me a lot early on. And I'm always thinking ahead, like when Brady played for the Patriots, who's the next replacement? Right. And early on, I bought tons of Garoppolo stuff and I kept it. And when he got traded to, to the 49ers, that's when I turned and sold it all. And, you know, again turned it into Brady stuff. So that, that's something that, you know, I, I kind of start thinking ahead what, what that looks like.
0: So, so now too, as you've gone through these cycles and you've got your process and you know, what has worked with a, a football card market that's like booming like it is right now, where literally like, I don't know, there's like 20, 20 plus quarterbacks that, you know, could make someone's year or could not make someone's year and they couldn't pan out. You buy stuff now that you know you're not going to keep that to to look for opportunities like this, or or is that kind of well dried up for you? And you just focus on kind of like leveling up through Brady. What what what's your process there?
1: Yeah, I think I think after the Garoppolo stuff, it's kind of uh, you know for me it's just focusing on Brady now. Um, that that's something that that I've done. Um, I I do occasionally kind of step out of the Brady element. Um, where I was kind of really actually shocked that I, I picked up a, a Michael Jordan rookie. Uh, that's something that I didn't even realize that I'd ever own, right? So when you start thinking about like the Michael Jordan stuff, you know, I had a, a few Brady um, autos that again, I, I invested like four or five years ago and paid really nothing for them. And, and turning that into a, a Jordan rookie and a Jordan sticker um, is pretty special, right? So that's something that that's going to stay with me. Uh, that's not going to go anywhere. Um, but th- that's what I really just kind of look at is there's the one offs you know, maybe a few Kobe stuff, just kind of to honor him. Uh, that that I'll have, but uh, you know, there's maybe three or four cards that I have that are, are non-Brady's, uh, but the rest is is all Brady.
0: I love it. So so we we've chatted a bunch about just some Brady stuff, and I noticed quickly by some of your thoughts and recommendations on things that you like to collect there they've been it's been different than some of the other stuff I've seen from other Brady collectors I'd love for you to maybe unpack like your process on what or what you're looking for typically when you're looking for a new Brady card and like what are all those qualifiers and those boxes that you look to be checked when you get to that point, like we all do as collectors where you say, okay, there's too many things checked here, price, the type of card,
1: uh, yeah. the grade
0: that I just got to go buy this thing
1: right now. Yeah. I, I think, I think for me, so, so during the day, full time, uh, I'm a, I'm an investigator uh, at nighttime. I, I also kind of turn my investigator hat on when it comes to defining those Brady's. Right. Um, so I, so I think that's something that, um you know for me i try to stay one step ahead right so when when everyone you know was buying the rookies it got really expensive then everyone then turned to shiny right so whatever was shiny everyone's buying it regardless of what it is and when i started looking at the shinies yeah the prices are great you know lots of potential in them but again i look at it it's just a piece of cardboard that's shiny right I, I always look at something that's, you know, going to mean something, you know, whether it's, it's a Super Bowl relic that was in Super Bowl 51, Super Bowl 49, even the Jets won that, I mean, uh, sorry, the Giants won that they, they lost, you know, that's history, especially when, when the guy's been to so many Super Bowls, you know, just to grab a piece of that history to have it is something special, whether it's the field goal. That they kicked the winning field goal in in, in Super Bowl thirty six, or it's actually a football that Tom Brady used in Super Bowl thirty six. That's the stuff that excites me because that's history. That's also you know part of Tom Brady's legacy is all those Super Bowls you know that he's been in. So while everyone's focusing on the shinies, you know I'm stepping ahead, getting these Super Bowl relics. I'm going ahead and I'm I'm jumping on all the patches you know that are available. Right. So for me, that, that's where my drive is, is, is going in that different direction. While everyone's grabbing all those shinies, I'm going in and scooping the patches up. You know, when you start thinking about like patches, right? You know, I think I remember um, you know, probably three years ago, the flawless 2014 patch, right? So when you start thinking about the patches on here, right? So no autographs on here but you know back then probably 3 or 4 years ago when i bought these i got these for like 500 and 600 dollars right these things are probably you know 8 grand to 5 grand right now right so that was part of the strategy is is start going in and scooping stuff up you know that that i can have you know if you start thinking about you know um, tom brady jersey right here you think it's just a normal card right but on the back of this card, it says he wore this jersey in his in his rookie season. So that's the type of stuff that that I like to to look for. Um, this card's pretty special too. Um, when you think about it, it it's it's a very uh, unique jersey piece, right? Where he's got the the red and blue pieces in, in it. And when you go back and you start doing the research on it, and that's another thing. Like what's great about the the Brady Chat group is some of us on there love to do research. And people will reach out to, like, you know, the itch for cards or myself and say, hey, where do you guys think this card's from, right? And when you go back and that card I just showed you, that was actually from the, the 2009 game versus the Broncos, and Brady wore the white throwback jersey, and they've only worn that once, right? So it's just co- cool to find pieces like that, that you know, like, all right, that's the exact game, you know, that, it, that it's from, right? And that's what makes those things so special is because you get to kind of do that. Um, the other thing, too, that's actually a big focus of mine is uh, the 2002s. So, again, while everyone's focusing on the shinies, you know, I'm grabbing all the 2002s. And when you start thinking of like the 2002s a couple of years ago, and man, I mean, w- I was picking these things up for like 50 bucks, you know, $40 for, you know, some of the, this stuff. And when you start thinking about, you know, some of the, the Brady stuff, I mean, even his O2 tops Chrome, I mean, that's his first tops Chrome from 2002. And one thing you have to realize is in 2001, no one thought Brady was anything. So the card companies didn't make many cards. So in 2001, there was maybe only five cards made of Tom Brady. And then when you made it to the Super Bowl, they, they released the playoff preferred. And then 2002 exploded, right? Because he won the Super Bowl. So that's what's cool is if you can grab like the 2001, there's not many of them. And that's what makes those so special is, is the 2001s are very limited. But then at the same time, 2002, those are, those are a lot of second-year cards that people don't realize that Brady has because they didn't make enough or any in 2001.
0: Yeah. I, so I, I love them on the flawless patches. So, so much of the hobby narrative is around like, well, if you're going to get a, a patch, like you you got to have an autograph with it. Um, Well, I think with a guy like Brady and the game war and stuff like it, you can throw that out. Like it it just doesn't matter because uh, of sure. Would you want an auto on it? Of course. But like that shouldn't deter someone from trying to pursue something like that just because it all bets are off when it comes to Brady stuff, just because of the significance and something else you said, is just the fact that you talked about, you know, what you do for your day job and then how you try to take those skills and apply it to the hobby. It's like, there's so much of opportunity for people to do that and apply it to kind of collecting, finding the right cards. Um, I think that's just smart. It's right. This is what you do. All right. Now, how can I take those? skills and how do those transfer into the hobby and help me level up and get the type of cards i want
1: yeah absolutely i think i think it's you know and and again it's all it's all preference right and what what you want to do and it depends if you're a collector or you are looking to flip or you're looking to set up a few tables at a card show right um so so i think that that's where you have to kind of figure out what your end game is um and and that i mean it's fun like i love going on ebay and having the hunt to try to find something that you know you never seen before right and and that's what's cool about it is, is trying to figure stuff out um you know where did this game patch come from like it's game used what game was it you know and and to find that one from 2009 versus the broncos i mean that that's so cool to be able to say hey you know i i have this and here's here's from the game obviously they lost to the broncos but still it's it's a cool patch to, to have
0: was that the spectra card you had
1: yeah so the the two so there's three of them i'm trying to get the third one uh but yeah if you look if you look at that um that's what's cool and if i'll show you this real quick on here um but this is this is actually the game to see the. that's see, the
0: only game they wore the throwback whites in
1: that was the only one. So if you look at the top, the top up there, right, that's, that's from the the shoulder. So that, that's what's, that's, what's cool about that. Um, you know, I actually had the one of one of this as well. Um, and again, someone made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Um, so it's, it's stuff like that, that, uh, you know, your game changes, you know, it's, it's all right. Let me collect the one of wands. Let me collect patches. Wait a minute. Now I want to collect rookies. Um, But, but again, when, when, when his documentary comes out in November, I mean, it's going to be tough to pick up any type of Brady rookie, especially now these younger kids are now going to be educated on Tom Brady and what he did. I mean, just watching the Jordan documentary, right. I mean, imagine all these young kids now. They're like, "Oh my God, Jordan! Like what he did for for the hobby and everything." Exactly. So that's, that's, you know, that's something that um, you know when that comes out in November. I mean, it's it's going to be really hard to, to get anything Brady.
0: Yeah. So I, I love the, uh, you know, I don't know anyone who's like a a big football spectre, fanboy, and like the the hobby certainly isn't like. Oh, every like go buy Spectre, invest in Spectre. It's going to 5X the next year. However, like you don't go, you did not gloss over the fact that Spectre is not the most popular brand. You dig in, you dug into a little bit and you did some investigating and research and you came to the determination. I would imagine anyone hearing this who hasn't connected the dots who collects Brady is probably like, damn, like that's a cool ass card. Like I want that card now. When is the point when you're in the rabbit hole researching where you find something that you know this is something that like you're landing on maybe before everyone else like what are those moments moments like for you because a lot of what happens is so many people like cross reference and check with other people well this this those cards you know you, you might not have had a, a source to say hey this is what this is and why it's important like for you, like, what are those moments of validation
1: like? Yeah, I, th- I think um, you know. Obviously, we we bounce a lot of things off each other on, on the groups, um, you know. But but again, it's 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 thinking outside the box. And you know, like I said, every everyone couldn't afford the rookies now, so they're going after Shani. Okay, well, everyone's now going after Shani. Well, what's going to happen next? Like, if people can't afford the Shani, which the prices are getting crazy right now. If they can't afford the shiny then what are they going to go to they're going to go to patches they're going to go to relics they're going to go to different things you know that that are brady because they just want to get in on the hype right and and that's where i start thinking about that process is all right i need to get into uh, think ahead of it let me start doing the patches but you know i, I remember talking to the captain one time about those flawless patches And you know, one thing he always talks about is like, hey, you know, I don't mind overpaying for a card if that's something you really want. And when I approached him about those flawless patches, you know, at at first it it seemed like it was a little steep in price, right? When when that was like maybe four years ago, right? Um, but he's like, hey, if it's something you like, then grab it, you know, and I did. And when you start thinking about that, now the way that the prices are going and the in the way those flawless are selling right now. It's crazy. Like that's something that you know I'm going to hold on to for a long time because the the patches on there are so nice, number to five, you know, number to twenty five, you know. So those type of things are, are, are stuff that's going to stay with me.
0: Yeah. So I, I think a lot of people have realized it, and I think people are beginning to realize it, and I think or people will realize it maybe a year from now. But we're we're not going to, in all likelihood. In our lives, we're probably not going to see someone like Tom Brady come in and win seven, seven Super Bowls. And, you know, even last year, what he did in a new organization and to do it. And so, what he's done in his career is obviously significant. That's an understatement of words. Um, and looking at his cards, yes, if you look at his cards in comparison to football cards in general, expensive rightfully so however if you look look at them across other sports and can com- start to compare it with you know the lebrons and the, the mjs and even the kobe's like there's there are they're still it seems to me there's still a, a lot of room for growth so maybe spend some time i know you're in it every day you talk about the documentary which is something that's going to come and get more people juiced up over brady other generations maybe talk about like what you see from his market, maybe in the next year, three years, five years, like obviously it's
1: probably going to go up,
0: but I'd love to get your perspective on what you're seeing. Yeah, I,
1: I think uh, you, you make a great point there, right? When you start thinking about Brady's cards in general, they don't even compare to the prices of what LeBron's doing, right? And I think Brady still has lots of potential uh, for growth, right? When you, when you start thinking about that. Um, you know, you, you look at, you know, the LeBron chrome doesn't even compare to to what the Brady's doing right now. And, you know, when you start thinking about that, there there's tons of potential for it. And, you know, uh, you know, when that documentary does come out, I think it's going to open up a lot of eyes with everything that's going on. And again, as you start thinking about the Brady market in in a year from now. You know, every time you think about it, every time that guy goes into the playoffs, that's a new record. He's going to pass Drew Brees in passing yards. Right. So when you start thinking about that, there's there's, I think, three more records that he can break this year um, as he as he gets into the, this year. So as those records get broken, documentary comes out, they get back into the playoffs again. Uh, it, it's just it's an endless road. You know, and and when you look at that, it's just so much potential that, you know, if if there is, you know, someone out there that that wants to start collecting Brady, you know, I think, you know, start looking at, you know, low pop numbers. Uh, look, start looking at Brady, uh, Brady rookies that are in this Patriots uniform. You know, if, even if that means you haven't to, to buy a seven or an eight or an eight five, you know, at least you're getting your hands on one. And then when you start getting some more income, you know, then you can turn that into a nine or a nine, five. And and that's something for the, for the future, uh, for, for the people collecting as well.
0: There's been so many good nuggets from a long, long time Brady collector in this one, I think there's a lot to learn and and hopefully everyone out there's, um, picking up on just not only Brady, but just what to look for in other players in, in the football market. Maybe we close it out with this, Kevin. I'm sure you've gone through so many evolutions. You've talked through it, but maybe like on the Brady side collecting, like what is, what is like one big thing that you've kind of learned uh, along the way that you think might be important to share with the audience?
1: Yeah. I think, uh, you know, create a game plan, stick with it. Um, You know, there's going to be lots of different curveballs that that are going to be thrown your way. You're going to see lots of people dropping money, um, where some people that drop that type of money could probably buy houses with that type of money. But again, just be confident in what you're doing. Take that, that game plan that you have and and decide what you want to do, you know, going into the hobby. Do you want to flip? Do you want to collect? Do you want to have an investment for the future? You know, lots of people now are turning to to sport cards instead of their 401k. Like, let me stop contributing to my 401k and let me buy some sport cards with it. And it and it's happening, you know, but, it, but it's just sticking to the game plan. It's, you know, there's tons of, tons of opportunity for growth, regardless if it's Brady, you know, I think Josh Allen's going to be a great pickup, you know, always try to be one step ahead and, you know, everyone's going after Herbert. What could you go after that could really make an impact? Right. And you know another one of those great players is Peyton. You know I think Peyton has tons of potential, uh, even if you mirror a lot of his stuff and rookies and and shiny stuff and patches, you know different things like that. I mean he he probably would have had a lot more Super Bowls if, if Brady wasn't in the in in the league, right when you when you start thinking about that and you know to see him get into the Hall of Fame being a Patriots fan, um, you kind of look back at at all those battles that they had. Um, and that just shows you how, how great those two players were. And, you know, that's something that, uh, you'll, we'll never see again, whether, whether the two greatness like that between Brady and Peyton is, is something definitely special, but definitely, definitely something to, to create that game plan, stick to it. You know, don't be discouraged. If, if people are dropping tons of money, just stick to your game plan and, uh, do what's best for yourself and and what your heart is especially from from a collecting standpoint
0: the greatest rivalry of all time is what i like to call it and i will say tom brady definitely earned some extra points in my book by showing up in canton and paying his respect and i would imagine Peyton will be doing the same thing when when brady gets in kevin this was a blast it was great to chat with you about brady and football cards a lot more ground. I know we can cover. We'll have to get you back on. Thanks so much for the time, brother.
1: Yeah, definitely. Brett. I appreciate it. And, and I'll, I'll be back on anytime you need me.
0: I had a ton of fun with that conversation. Kevin is a man of knowledge, bringing his professional skills to the hobby. I think that is something we should all be thinking about. Hopefully you heard something in that episode that gets you to think a little bit differently about how you're doing sports cards, football is here week one baby we're all optimistic we all want our teams to win good luck to everyone except for you seahawks fans out there go colts baby take care of yourself take care of your loved ones take care of everyone let's go enjoy the weekend i'll be back next week more stacking slabs podcast